now you like this? Close enough. Hello! What up, what up, what up? <laughs> Welcome to the They Were Roommates podcast. I am one of your hosts, Rebby. I am here with my two roommates. Payne. <laughs> Lauren. Payne and Ren, and we are your hosts for today. We are snowed in Hence the name of this podcast episode. Uh, there is a big storm outside, and I decided now that I have a mic. Shout out to Mike from uh, Millennials Fa- Falcon. I we think got a is mic the name from of this a podcast. Mic. We got a mic from a mic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have finally been able to start this podcast. I'm Revy. We got Ren and Ren. Hi. And and yeah, hope hope you like listening to us. Uh, the goal of this podcast, and by goal I mean the reason why we're doing this podcast, is just because. We're bored. We're funny and bored, and we want you to join us. <laughs> <laughs> join us. Join Come us. Come to the dark side. Join us in our podcast. Um, so for this first episode, I have uh, some apple cider that nobody else wanted. We had the cat of the day, Zip, who went away, because I think she knew what was about to happen. <laughs> and we have... A bunch of questions for your guys' enjoyment for us to go through. Before we get into it, can I tell you guys my story, what happened the other morning? That I wanted to tell you. Yeah, go for it. Bro, I was driving to work Friday, right? And you know the dunks right up the road, okay? So you know how it's like literally 55 miles per hour once you hit that top right mm-hmm. before the dunks? So I'm going almost 60, bro, because that's the speed limit. I go five over. That's courtesy speeding. Yeah. Tell courtesy me why, speeding. Tell me, why, <laughs> tell me why this motherfucker decides... He's coming out of the drive the right, and I'm, like, right here. Here's the store, and he pulls up. Didn't even stop. Didn't even do a brake thing. Just went for it. Pulled out right in front of me. Bro, I was, like, this close. I was, like, well, I have two options. I could slam on my brakes, right? And there's a car not that far behind me who might hit me because <laughs> I'm going to slam on my brakes for this dumb motherfucker who I'm about to T-bone. And I went, is there a car coming? No. Sure. You just passed There's a middle lane right there for the other people to turn into the dunks. And I went, no way am I about to come screeching to a halt when my brakes are already fucked up and I need new brakes. When this motherfucker didn't even, he didn't even do a brake and go. He literally just did one of these. And went. He didn't even pause. He did not even stop for a stop stop. I was right there going 60 miles an hour. So it was either throw on my fucking brakes and fuck up my already brakes with a car behind me who might rear and, and turn me into a fucking xylophone. I didn't want that for myself. Okay? Like, I didn't want that, okay? I didn't want to be that car. And I went, there's nobody coming from that side for a hot minute. The middle lane, that's the turning lane, is empty. I went, I can make it. Nobody. <laughs> and so I went around that bitch and I honked at him. I was like, and I just went around him. And then that motherfucker followed me the whole way. The whole way he was behind me. And then he wanted to ride my ass. Like, I was the problem. As if this motherfucker didn't pull out in front of me going 60. I'm going 60. On my designated road, you didn't even stop. You didn't, he didn't even look. Didn't even check if I was there, bro. I almost killed him. Is he almost personal? killed me. It was personal. Of and course it's what's personal. even funnier <laughs> no, is I'm just watching you... the blue spike on the computer. <laughs> what's even funnier, funnier is can you imagine this motherfucker pulls out of a dunk's parking lot and then I get out. Du- fully dunked up in my Dunkin' Donuts uniform. Literally had the Dunkin' shirt that said Dunkin' on, right? And I just get out with my jeans. He's like, oh, really? Really? Oh, my God. Like, that would have oh been God. so hysterical that he pulled out of a Dunks, getting his Dunkin's, and was in such a rush to get it that I'm going to pull out in front of a car going 60 miles an hour, and it's a dunk worker that gets out, and I just start screaming at him or some shit. Like, I was like, that would have been, like, that would have been it for me. That would have been, like, my 13th reason. Fun fact to know about Lauren is she has massive road rage. <laughs> I We could do a whole podcast episode. That should be our next one on how drivers piss us off and all the many reasons. Like how we almost many. died oh last God, week. Literally. So somebody, if I'm in a roundabout, bro, I have the right of way. We have the right of way. I have the you right of way. People need to learn how to yield. Yes, That's its first own off. podcast episode. Yes, no. <laughs> If I'm there, you stop and you wait for me to get out of the way. You don't just suddenly next to me and I almost sideswiped your ass. Like, we almost went into each other because he should not have been there. Right? (laughs) And then I had to follow this motherfucker the whole way to our house after he almost crashed into me. Like, right before, the day before Christmas, too, I think it was. Or whatever the bullshit Mm -hmm. it was. And, like... I was so infuriated that I was stuck behind this man that almost just T-boned and hit my friend. Like, almost hit where Rebby was. I was so mad. I would have died. I would (laughs) have. R.I.P. Don't say that. (laughs) R.I.P. 
No, I was literally on his ass, like, tailing him the whole time. I was like, I hope you feel hunted. Because I wanted him to. I was oh like, God, you're we pissing. love when the prey I... becomes the predator. <laughs> <laughs> I am a very nice person. I'm very kind, courteous, very shy. Won't talk to you. Involved. I will be in the back of the fucking room, right? You will not see my face. But if I'm in a vehicle, all bets are off. Mm. Like, I suddenly am a 200-pound pit bull. Like, I don't fucking know. I could take on anything. And I will. And I'm not afraid to meet my maker, so what's there to lose, you know? If I'm driving along. I'm afraid to meet my maker. (laughs) I'm ready, baby. (laughs) (laughs) And with that fun session over for the time being. And that was, and we were roommates. (laughs) We We have a list that I found online of interview questions so you guys could get to know us before we dive into the podcast, which I would say we're going to try to post weekly, but who knows? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I nobody just have to knows, say that actually. this podcast instantly went from oh my god turn it up to oh my god turn it down <laughs> yeah uh headphone u- users we apologize anyway I'm, a I'm gonna apologize in advance the first question is how are you doing for real for real for um, real you know the essential crisis of everyday living is weighing down on my shoulders and every day i wake up in a like terror but that's okay you know we're making it through that seasonal depression. Yeah, it's that seasonal depression. I add on regular depression, add it on with anxiety and the mm-hmm. fucking everything else, you know. I'm and just wintertime, bro. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm sick. I don't I, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Shuffle my the, chair away the, from you. The flu and COVID and strep and so many things are going around right now. Like, we're just living it. And I'm over here we're just trying life. to not catch anything by the. I'm okay. Knock on wood. I'm like, I don't know. I'm depressed, but like, I'm living life. I'm just trying to get through it. Seasonal depression's a bitch, mm-hmm. you know. It's yeah. 2024, new year, new Oh my bitches. god, my birthday! New bitches! My new birthday's birthday's less than a week! week. Oh, my Friday, oh my god, baby! Friday. Are you ready to get crunk? And yeah. actually have me not fall asleep this time? Ren's about no. to turn 24. Yes. <laughs> Join the club, bitch. <laughs> yeah, literally, Payne was oldie. like, I thought I was the youngest in the house. Psych. I'm the oldie of the group. Ugh. Only by two weeks. Um, Two weeks still makes me younger. If I died in the in like December of one year, like that would make two me two years. <laughs> yeah, a year and a half or so, mm-hmm. two years or so. How yeah. does it feel to know that you're gonna be what twenty six this year? Yeah, I get to get off my parents' insurance this year. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I've been off since I was nineteen because my mom dropped me, but it's okay. It's so fun. We love our parents. I don't have any. I was gonna. <laughs> Ren's over here like, what parents? <laughs> what is that? The little orphan in the corner. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Not even like a real orphan. Both my parents are alive. They just did not want me. Your dad's alive? Yeah. He sent Plot a lawyer twist. to dun, the, dun, dun. the court. <laughs> yeah, like, when my mom, I thought your dad died. No, no, I'm going to be no, honest. No, when my mom lost like or was losing her rights to me, Jordan was already 18, he sent a lawyer to the courts was like, I don't want her. To oh. the courts. <laughs> As if it's like this royal like meeting that he's doing. I'm just a kid. Out of the court. Off with your head, bastard. I wish you guys. I wish we had uh, at some point or another. I'm sure we'll actually like get a setup and you guys can watch us too. But like Lauren and I at the same time, like through our hands to our mouths too. After she said that, it was so funny. (laughs) Moving on from sad parent life. What has been on your mind recently that you hope to share with listeners? Existential dread. Maybe we don't want to talk about this. The the economy going to shit. The fact that America's the the worst. Like, all of these things could be its own podcast. I have some feral and obnoxious Taylor Swift theories. Oh, we're going to go into it. We have (laughs) session. Each week, we're going to have a clown theory session time. Just so you guys can hear what our theories are. Because, like, Payne comes up with these, like crazy Taylor Swift theories. Like, uh, mine are also crazy, but have, like, backup to it. Payne's are just like, okay, but what if? (laughs) (laughs) It's like Marvel's What If season 29 with Taylor Swift, okay? And I just sit in the corner listening. What did you have for breakfast today? I had a bacon, egg, and cheese. No, I didn't have bacon on it. I had an egg and cheese sandwich. It's not breakfast time yet. I didn't eat anything. Yeah, I was about to yeah it's we're too early recording this morning. at like 9 a.m. actually, you guys. <laughs> yeah, no. But also, like, no, it's too early in the morning for me to eat. Like, I just woke up. What is your favorite drink? 
Oh my god, you guys oh, will learn. Fuck. I love Coca-Cola. I'm a big coffee bitch. Oh. Like if I didn't already have a cup of coffee, I would be sitting here sipping a coffee while we're talking. But instead I had coffee already and I didn't want to make a second cup because we're out of creamer. So I'm having apple cider instead. Hot apple cider for anybody who cares. So like I've been on a big water craze, but like Okay, honestly, hydrate bitch. Okay, <laughs> but like by H3O, uh founded by Herbalife. Um, thanks, Nicole. <laughs> <laughs> so so um, Hold on, we're not sponsoring anybody yet. We just started the podcast. <laughs> sponsoring myself. Hey, yes, first. Get my business cards at 1 800. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Follow me at Kindness Sticks on Instagram. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but like, honestly, if I had to choose something other than water, I'd probably do a nice fountain soda, like a Diet Coke or a Pepsi. Mm, oh my God. McDonald's Sprite. McDonald's Sprite is where it's at. McDonald's Coke, bro. Mm-hmm. No, I love Coca-Cola. I've been drinking Coke since I was, like, five years old. I love me a nice, crisp Coke. Um, hey, drinking Coke is better than doing Coke. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Don't want to take after my mom, you know. Um, on the God. cutting boards that we saw yesterday. What? My arm? And on the cutting boards that we saw yesterday. What cutting? What? <laughs> <laughs> a Target. Or not Target, Walmart. For the people selling the cutting boards. What's what are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what are you talking Just about? Just kidding. Move on. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I'm so confused. But no, I like Coca-Cola, um, but because Coke is, like, bad for you, technically, and it's bad for my teeth because I have shitty teeth, um, I've been trying to not drink it as much, and I've been trying to give it up. Um, but... I do have, I have been enjoying actually tea lately. I hate tea growing up, but lately I've been digging a good tea and I've been do- doing a Arnold Palmer, the half and half. Yeah. I've been like my like ice really drink yeah. I've been craving lately. I don't know what it is. It just mm, hits. I'm like my brother when we were younger, he used to love that shit. And I'd be like, it's okay. But now I'm like, God, this shit is great. This mm. shit is good. It's like crisp. It's fulfilling. It makes me feel refreshed. I still feel hydrated after and it has a nice flavor. Like, mm, love it. What's your favorite meal? meal? Chicken fingers. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're a yeah, big you're chicken such a finger. chicken finger bitch. You're a chicken finger whore. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I need like a t-shirt with a chicken meal? finger on it. It depends on like what we're getting. Because if we're doing like American food, pasta. Well, I guess that's technically not like American food, but like when Isn't I think it Italian? Am- well, it's Italian, but like when I think like what Americans can make yeah. at home as like an American okay. meal. Yeah. I right, think, when like, you can just go to Dunkin' Donuts. No. <laughs> no. No, like, um, I love Dunkin' Donuts. No. I love Dunkin's. Love, I love it. Love my job. But uh, after you've been there for so long, like, you don't crave their shit anymore. Mm. I crave it. Never, ever do I crave fucking Dunkin's anymore. Mm. At least um, you have food supplier you're just made, though. That's true. Um, if I'm doing, like, Mexican, um, the chicken enchiladas, green sauce specifically, the red sauce, the mole sauce, fuck that shit. I don't like it. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's gross. Green sauce, where it's at. Um, Chinese food is, like, probably one of my favorite (laughs) all-time, like, actual meals. Like, I love Chinese food. I love Asian food and culture. I don't know what it is. It's just, mm, past life must have been. Baked mac and cheese with kielbasa, you can never go wrong with. I love baked mac and cheese with kielbasa. Um, but also lately I've been on like a, like, I love me some like steak and pasta sides. I could fuck with steak. steak I love pasta sides. Yeah. Steak Chicken, general. broccoli, Alfredo. One of my <gasps> oh favorite my God. meals in the whole I'm stepping world. away. Mm-hmm. Those would be my top three. Chicken enchiladas with green sauce, Chinese food. Specifically. Are you making chicken tenders right now? Specifically. Uh, is he? Are you making chicken <laughs> tenders right now? No, I'm going Oh, okay. Um, I was um, like, this guy's really just like, ah, oh, now that I've talked I'm about hungry. it, I want it now. <laughs> I want something else too, baby. Oh my god. Oh, it's Zaddy. No, we don't have any chicken fingers. Uh, actually, yeah, I think we might be out. We all know the answer to each other's. Yeah. For what? this next one. Who is your favorite artist? Taylor Swift. Zana. Mine, my, everybody thinks mine is Taylor Swift because I'm also the biggest Swifty. But mine is Demi Lovato, and nobody like remembers that ever. Because I, I don't talk that. about, do I don't, mean? I don't talk about Demi. Well, like, and you know, like people I work with, oh. or like my kids or whatever. <laughs> but like, I don't talk about Demi as much as I talk about Taylor. So whenever I'm like, who's my favorite well, artist? They're all like Taylor Swift, and I'm like, 
well, well also yes. you gotta think like taylor's like more active in her yes. artistry and that's so what i've more been to tell- talk about that's what i've been telling people i'm like if demi was as pushed as taylor was i'd be talking about demi just as much dude yeah. i i'd like repost demi pictures and stuff just as, as much as i do taylor but you know demi's she- very like out of public eye as mm-hmm. they should be because i don't blame them honestly yeah they've been through a lot Hmm. What is the hardest challenge you've had to overcome in your life? Being gay is okay. My mom. Those are so deep. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd say my home life growing up, my mom being a hoarder, that type of bullshit. Um. Hmm. How do I want to word this? Uh. Second, I'm trying. Yeah, pending. Um, probably, probably that you can't always get back, but get back what how much you give. Mm. Valid. That was poetic. Yeah, it's almost like I'm a poet. (laughs) 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 I'm weird. It's almost like I actually don't know. What is your favorite country to visit, or what country would you want to visit? Country to visit? Mm, okay, so I've only been to, like, two places. All technically U.S. territories. Um, I've been to St. Thomas, which, beautiful. It's, like, this tiny little island. You drive on the other side of the road, and they're, like, the roads there are, like, so, like, back roadsy. Like, think about our back roads. Some of their roads are, like, even tighter together than that, bro. And, like, I don't know, the the island itself was just really beautiful and, like, so happy. Like, people, they were just honking there all the time. And when you think driving here, honking is angry. It's like, Mm -hmm. you're fucking up, I'm pissed at you, get the fuck out of my way. Honking on their island, they would just honk to say hello and to wave. Like, they were like, honk, 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 to just to each other. Like, they'd honk at each other to let them go. Like, it was a whole different, like, language Mm -hmm. with their driving, I guess. And it was, like, really cool seeing that. Um, They had, like feeding areas throughout the island where they had like stray chickens and like cats and dogs that people used to feed and it was like really cool seeing just the wildlife and like it was sad some of the dogs were like in not great condition and we bought i like on my vacation i spent quite a bit of money on cat and dog food that my ex at the time was like this is kind of ridiculous like we should be spending this money for stuff that like we can do on this vacation and i was like well i want to help this starving animal like, you know, mm-hmm. like I was going a little bit too, like I was spending a little bit too much more money on it though. Cause it is like, you know, the island prices are kind of, I was like, maybe I could just buy some like ground t- turkey and then cook it up for them. That'd be cheaper. But like, yeah, I convinced them. I didn't really have to convince them to let me do it, but like they were like, you can't buy like a fifty pound dog no, but food. You, know you can buy like a small like five or ten pound dog food. Yeah. You don't need the big one. So no, like, but, but you know what this makes me think of? Like, <clears throat> this is like a generational thing. What happened to the lottery in our generation? Like, we don't play it. It still exists. Yeah, but we. But don't it's play definitely it. not us. Like, no, we don't it's play all it. the old people. It's all the older people mm-hmm. being like, I hope we win. Can you imagine? Because it's if a money scam. Can you imagine the Karens out there? If somebody else, like us won. <laughs> like, oh my god, I <laughs> want to do it once in a while because my mom used to be really big into lottery tickets and stuff and like the scratchers my mom used to love scratching i grew up scratching things at like five years old which i'm pretty sure is i actually supposed to be 18 to scratch i actually (laughs) really like scratch tickets like if somebody gives them to me like gift bags and stuff like i use them Mm -hmm. and like sometimes i'll get like 20 dollars out of it and like hey cool free 20 dollar bill but i think a part of it is our generation generation recognizes that spending the money to probably not get that money back is a waste of it. Mm-hmm. We don't have the money for that. We don't have the money to maybe to have gamble. a chance, you yeah. know? Spend 10, one, $2. Yeah, they'd rather gamble at bars and then maybe get your money back or be able Which, to stop than just spend like five, $20 on a lottery ticket. In my defense, gambling at a bar is so fun. Like, it exactly. Is so fun. In my gamble point proving. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, they have these like- They have like, in, like poker and like blackjack. Like, they go and have all of these different like, um, like lottery machines there that you can like play and then like on the tv in the bar it's like playing and you like play and you win mm-hmm. huh mm-hmm. and it's constant i think i've seen those i think i've done yeah. like one of the pencil thing one time mm-hmm. but that was like a long time ago i don't really understand how it works oh um <clears throat> i have okay. only ever gone out of the country once and it was to canada which wasn't bad but i wasn't really there for long but i really want to visit venice someday 
Mm, that'd be beautiful. Oh, fucking, uh, I went to Puerto Rico, too. Puerto Rico was beautiful. I didn't get to see their, like, church that they're known for. We had to, like, fly back because we had a storm. Mm-hmm. So the day we were supposed to, like, go see that and do, like, the last of our activities for the day, we had to fly back that same mm-hmm. day, which was sad. Um, but I want to go back to Puerto Rico. That was beautiful there, too. Um, but I also really want to go to Brazil. My aunt is from Brazil, and she lives there, um, and she's always invited me over, but I just got to get my passport back. Mm-hmm. And I really want to go to Africa to see the Miracast, but you have to get, like, a bunch of shots to go to Africa because they got, like, you know other things that we don't have there and I'm afraid of needles so yeah. like when I when I was like eight saying tell my mom I wanted to go to Africa and she was like you know you have to get like 10 shots to go I was like oh that trip's over with like I'm never gonna go <laughs> all done actually but like I really would love to go to Africa to see the um savannah and see mm-hmm. meerkats and like I don't know just like so amazing yeah. I love animal planet I don't know I just think that'd be a cool experience mm-hmm. what about you Payne what was the question? I'm sorry. Oh, favorite country you visited or like where you want to go? Um, I have only been to Canada aside from where we are in the Americas. That's what um, I said. But like, but like, I would love to go to like it, um, Ireland. Am I really the cool. only one who has gone anywhere out of all of us? I was, <laughs> I was thinking that when you were saying that too. I was like, that's an odd dynamic that we've got. Yeah. Well, I dated someone who loved to travel, and then they got me into traveling, yeah, so I think that's why it happened. Because I had, like, no, I had no desire to go anywhere outside of New Hampshire, because I'm just, like, homebody type person. I also, like, person. always wanted to travel within the country for a while, mm-hmm. because it's like, I'm mm-hmm. I'm stuck in, you know, one part of the country. The like, only place I ever really wanted to go was Brazil and Africa. Mm-hmm. And then, at the time, like, I was working quite a bit for, like, a young adult, and I didn't have it as many expenses as I could have. So I saved up, like, a yeah, decent so you were able amount to... of money. And then my, like, my ex was working, mm-hmm. so we'd, like, combine our finances. And so I hopped right into, like, full-time job, college, like, mm-hmm. living on my own. Like, I didn't... I had other things that I needed to spend my expenses yeah. on. What goals are you pursuing right now? Goals? Um, getting my car fixed. Making myself <laughs> Baby got better... herself pulled over the other day, because my... In- cars not inspected but i thought i had till my birthday but i came inspected so i guess it ended last like december you know so i did an oopsie and i got my ass pulled over and i got a ticket but i can get out of the ticket if i show him proof that i tried to get it inspected even if it fails which is nice because it's definitely gonna fail because it needs like definitely probably like at least a grand worth of work to yeah. pass and i don't have a grand yet so that's my goal is to bring my car into a shop and get a piece of paper that says i'm trying See, mine are more long-term, but, like, I have my vision board literally behind the microphone right now, and I, like, I want to get my house, I want to get my bachelor's, uh, but also longer-term, eventually my master's and my doctorates, and I want uh, a yellow punch buggy someday. I am working on making myself a better person, not for everyone else's sake, but for my own. (laughs) That's sweet. That's really That's really poetic. Now I feel shitty, because I did, like, what I thought we were doing for the week. I didn't think we were supposed to do, like... Well, I don't have any, like, sickles for the week, you know? I figured since it's January, like... Y'all feel like such cute, like, bullshit, and I'm over here, like, I gotta Well, mine's because, like, I've realized, like I said earlier, like, I've been drinking water a lot more, and I've been, like, eating healthier, and I've... Trying yeah. to take care of myself more and, and like yeah. quitting horrible, trying to quit horrible habits. Yeah, but like which reminds me, <laughs> I think you left them. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's disappearing first. <laughs> it's almost like that's where the heater is. It's almost like I didn't ask for your opinion. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, what are your favorite hobbies and pastimes? Sleeping. I. i mean sleeping can be your hobby yeah i like sleeping i like reading a lot i'm a big reader i am a big um i'm a poet some people may know me as such (laughs) uh and i'm a big video gamer i would like to become an actual like streamer at some point here but right now i'm i I, i'm tired of making all my hobbies into work (laughs) i get satisfaction out of like helping people and like reading and like doing things that like make me feel like I'm either giving to other people or like, doing something or like giving myself the, like knowledge you yeah. know what I mean like, yeah. like I'm going back for my masters eventually mm-hmm. and I'm so excited my hobbies are boring because <laughs> I just Your like to boring. I just like to read and yeah. go on walks no, that's Your hobbies okay. are not boring at all that girl. is not a boring hobby the question was hobbies everyone has different hobbies Hmm. Hobby lobby. That's what this should be called. The hobby lobby. Let me hobby your lobby. Oh my god. <laughs> Some of these questions are kind of dumb. I'm scrolling through. <laughs> I'm scrolling Sorry. through. Yeah. 
Um, when did you first start learning about your craft? What craft? What do you mean? Like our hobbies? I would say like yeah, or like your most passionate hobby or like reading. Your, your I was probably like career. I'd say four, maybe. five. I don't have a career. Sorry, I am a degenerate. Um, <laughs> I think I'm actually not. I've just been <laughs> hella traumatized. I'm getting there. I'm just on a slower life path than others. That's okay. Well, what about your like? Has for a time you were focused on like nursing and I did. That kind um, of stuff. I was really big into um. As a kid, I loved, like, I didn't know I was pregnant, like, baby's first 30 days, all that. I was really big into, like, pregnancy, and that got me into, like, fertility. I wanted to be a fertility specialist, but <clears throat> to become a fertility specialist, you have to be an OBGYN, then you have to, like, specialize, and I didn't want to yeah. do all that other shit. Like, I'm not interested in any of the other aspect of it. I was just interested in how you can make a fucking baby in a Petri dish, <laughs> and how, like, I don't know, you have to take all these hormones, and you have to, like, the in vitro like process and the, like the fertilization and how they create it and then they like I just I thought it was fascinating yeah. I still think it is fascinating but it's like first off let me tell you I did get accepted into college and I did do a year of college and then I took a gap year then COVID happened and then I was like oh shit I really don't want to go back to school yeah. during like computerized stuff because I fun fact grew up like I was raised in the 90s I did not have internet or cable at my like primary place of residence as a mm -hmm. child so like the like the internet was not like go I can google shit that's about it bro I don't know like Microsoft Word I don't do any of that shit like I don't understand it yeah. um but I grew up in bumfuck nowhere <laughs> in the woods raised like a little wolf child but I just thought it was <laughs> really cool but I didn't want to do fucking another 12 it's like another 12 years of schooling to become a doctor and then you specialize it's like four years of specialized you have to do like internship oh, yeah. and this and that and at the, I did, like, all the stuff out. I did, like, if I did it, where I would want to do this, where I would want to intern the year. And then the amount of money it would take for me to do this was, like, at least half a million dollars. At least. Yeah. Up to more than a million, depending on, like, what grants you can get, mm -hmm. blah, 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 blah. You know, everything. College is expensive. College is expensive. And I literally thought to myself, like, am I going to be 30 years old by the time, if I start now, like, and finish like mm -hmm. I'm gonna be 30 30 plus with a million dollars in debt so possibly like, is this like something that fuels my soul and fuels me so much that I want to do this and I I the answer like I couldn't say yes mm -hmm. like I said maybe I said I could enjoy it like it wasn't something that I was like deliberately set on that was like this is my dream this is like my whole life's passion and that's like what I was looking for that feeling of inspiration it was just like I could like I could be content with it is what I felt like yeah which is fine but like I just don't want to feel like I feel like my whole life has been like just like survival and like I can survive without this like I survived without heat whatever like I can do that like I can't survive but like I don't want like that to be just like what I settle for you know like yeah. I want mm -hmm. I want more so I deserve more to, so maybe you need to push yourself past your own limits you yeah. know what I mean like and like expand my bubble a little yeah. bit because I am very like I'm a very big home buddy. Everyone who knows me knows I don't like to go No, because, like, I, I get that feeling that you're talking about because that's the feeling that I had about, like, teaching and, like, mm -hmm. working with kids is because, like, when I was in high school, I was, like, doing a random internship with mm -hmm. my old first grade teacher, and I absolutely loved everything that I was doing every single day that I was going in, and if you... What? <laughs> We're holding toes. <laughs> We're holding toes. <laughs> <laughs> That is absolutely, like, I am, like, that is absolutely disgusting. She randomly just grabbed my toes on this blanket. My foot's like this, and then her foot came and, like, held my toes like this, so I just, like, had a, like, it was, it's, it's fucking That is actually, um, wow. Okay. It's like, I was going through, I was giving you some serious therapy, and now you guys are holding fucking toes. That is disgusting. Never mind. <laughs> Yeah, no, there's like, no way we can going. get back from just, that. Like, anyway, um, <laughs> I I really wanted to be a performer, actually, for, like, a really, really long time. And then I realized, man, that's not happening. Um, <laughs> and I was like, well, the whole point of why I wanted to be a performer was because I wanted to, like, inspire and help other people and, like, have them be able to see, like that, you know, they can also get through these things that I've been through. And I'm like, hey, you know how else I could do that? Teaching. 
and now I'm a teacher. But I've always been fascinated in psychology and like how the brain works and how people act the way they do. So that's why I took up um, psych and that's why I'm going into like the advocating for DEI and LGBTQ and mental health. And um, that's why I want to like maybe become a counselor, but mostly just want to be an advocate. And I don't know, I still kind of like the idea of maybe like being more of a like reality star because then I can travel and then I can, you know, be popular. <laughs> <laughs> Me? Popular? Never. Um, anyway, let's move on. <laughs> uh, Just so you when, know, we are still holding toes. When have you grown the most in your life? I can't. <laughs> when, when have you grown the most in your life and what caused the growth? Um, sorry. I, uh, without going much into detail, because I know that there's still people out there somewhere that... Are, are looking for me to talk about it. There was one thing that happened um, to me right around COVID, um, like right before and during COVID that really isolated me and I lost a lot of people in one go and I pretty much became like a lonely person that lived in a one, like, one bedroom apartment, was working 12 hours a day just to make ends meet. And that was the most like isolating, loneliest time of my life added on to um, now trust issues and heartbreak and it was really really difficult but like it really taught me how to love myself and how to take care of myself in the darkest times and how that even with nobody I can survive for myself um, and so as much as I hate that that whole experience happened to me like I look back on that sometimes and I'm like hey like I made it through that I can make it through this you know mm -hmm. <clears throat> I like that that's sweet the entirety of 2023 for me. Yeah, you had a rough yeah, year. A rough, yeah, rough year. That was rough. <laughs> Something about the age 23. Nobody likes you at 23. Just, just. No, nay, nay. I don't think a lot of people didn't like me at 23. <laughs> like, <just> wow. Out. <laughs> no, like, I, okay, I'm not even going to go into detail, but, like, let's just say that 2023 was just not nice and not mm. kind and a lot of problems, but it helped me grow as a human being and I deal with. Like, I don't do arguing. I don't do bullshit. I don't do, you know, if I have to go through something, it is what it is. Yeah. Like, it sucks in the moment, but, like, I don't know. Like, you just got to deal with it and mm -hmm. go forward, you know, unfortunately. That's what I've learned. Mm -hmm. And just, like, move on. But yeah. that's why we messed in some hot... Ma wow. <laughs> that's why that. we manifest in some hot girl energy this year. Yes, we manifest mm -hmm. hot Oh, my God, yeah. No, Positive like, I 2024 is our year. Rebecca yesterday, Lauren, that, like, that... Remember? Okay, so, for those of you who don't know, Lauren and I had had a conversation about, like, there being this phase that, like, Capricorns and, like, Sagittarius people are, like, gonna be through once 2024 hits because it's, like, the end of our era or whatever. So I was yeah, talking it's, like, a 15-year cycle or some shit yeah. of, like lessons and like shit like that yeah and so like i was talking to rebecca about that yesterday and i literally walked into 2024 like feeling different and feeling like refreshed and mm -hmm. feeling like clear almost and like mm -hmm. you know how like water goes from like unfiltered to filtered mm -hmm. it's like that that's what i felt and like so yeah you turned on the filter yeah huh you turned on your filter i did I like and that. i'm the basic bitch still but with mm -hmm. a whole new life. hell yeah no <laughs> fucking with good tasting girl. water now i feel like none of that bacteria shit i'm the bretta sick. in my own life yeah, <laughs> I feel like I've gone through two instances in my life that were a really hard time for me. Uh, one of them being, I have, like, a very, like, interesting past life. Uh, many of the viewers will come to know and be like, wow, that's fucked. But fun fact, my mom was a hoarder my whole life. Um, and it escalated as I grew older, you know. Um, and she came, by the time I came to, like, middle school age, I was in middle school, like, our house was like, if you ever seen Buried Alive... Like, that would be putting it mildly, if I'm being honest. Um, and she didn't even just hoard at, like, one location. She hoarded at, like, my grandpa's and my grandma's Multiple, house. So, like, yeah. both the houses that I was, like, both my prime residencies as a child were, like, hoarder houses. So, like, the first time I ever went over to, like, a normal house, or I guess is what you would consider it, like, to a friend's house, I was, like, looking around their house, which was a normal home. And I was, like, where's all your stuff? And they were, like, this is all our stuff. And I was, like, Phew. That was a very big, like, eye-opening moment for me. Yeah. And then, like, you know, coming into, like, 
you know, once you're like five, six, you come into that realization. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow, I'm different than all my classmates. And like, then like I said something wrong in class one time. And then my teacher like called my mom that day. And so I came home to my mom being not so happy with me. And she sat me down. She was like, you say what the other kids say. You copy them, blah, blah, blah. You lie. So like, that was probably a very big like detrimental moment for me is like being like taught how to lie so so young and how to be so deceitful and like dishonest and untrustworthy worthy mm-hmm. of like every authority in my like life and like you know having to be so secretive and like having to grow up so quick I think that was like a really big like thing for me mm-hmm. and then like came when I was like I was almost 16 I was 15 <clears throat> at the time and my mom like it came to light like we didn't have water electricity or heat for like almost two years I think maybe even more than that mm-hmm. and we were just like surviving I was like crashing at my friend's houses sleeping over there my brother was working um, at Walmart, staying at our other friend's house, like, cause she worked there too, and he would, like, she would give him rides for his shift, so he was, like, half at our house, half their house yeah. during that time. He had already, he just turned 18, you know, he was working to, like, you know, basically be the provider in the family, even though he wasn't supposed to be. Um, and then it came to light, everything that happened, and my mom, like, one day I go to school and I get pulled in the guidance counselors and there's a lady that wants to talk to me with, like, a camera. And then that same day I'm trying to leave school with my brother and they're like, you can't go home. Who do you have to call? Where are you going? And then I called, you know, um, a f- family friend, like, who my brother was staying with at the time. And she actually became, like, my foster family. Um, my, it was, like, one of my close friends in high school. Unfortunately, we're not close anymore. But, like, nope. at the time, <laughs> nope. But at the time, like, they were there for me when I needed them. It was really sweet. And, like, I moved with them when they moved. They became my foster family. Um, went into the foster system. Got out. Uh, taught me to be more, like, I don't know. It, it taught me that... like family and like who you see as like the people that are going to be there in your life doesn't have to come from blood and it can come from like just connections that you create yourself and I don't know I really love that I love that like I don't box in I guess my love like Mm -hmm. I'm very like even though I went through something that was like hard and stuff like I'm still a very like open person I would like to think like I definitely can be very cagey and like depending on the circumstance and the situation and who I'm around and like what this you're, you're not you're gonna get different sides of me you're gonna yeah. get the more extroverted one or the more like shy reserved one mm-hmm. doesn't matter like but once you get through that first like initial like can i like can i trust this person like i'm a generally i'd like to think pretty sweet and like loving person and just not letting like darkness and dark shit that you've been through like take over who you are as a person yeah. and like i don't know just because i went through like really traumatic thing and like i was hurt a lot Like, I would never want to be someone that passes on pain. Like, that's, like, something that I am very big on. Like, because that was, like, the first probably really hard thing I went through. And then the second thing in my life that was really shaping for me as a person was my... I wouldn't say... It wasn't, like, my first relationship, but it was my first, like, serious relationship to me. Like, my first adult relationship. And being in this relationship with this person on and off for as many years that I did. And how it shaped me into a person, like what I view love is and like what I view like is acceptable treatment from another partner and like that showed me a lot of like what is okay what's not okay and like what expectations I should put on like my loved ones because obviously when you come from a background Mm -hmm. that I do like you do excuse some behaviors or you're used to some behaviors that's not like normal or not acceptable or that is toxic and you're like oh that's just normal so it's been like kind of hard like unwiring some of my brain from like a lot of past behaviors Mm -hmm. that I saw and was raised around And, like, seeing it in my first relationship, a lot of these things that, like, I grew up around or excused or, like, was, like... And then seeing it come to light and being, like, well, maybe that is kind of fucked. Maybe that doesn't make me happy. Like, going through this experience with someone else who was just as young as I was. And we were both young kids hurting each other. It wasn't like they, like, are the villain in the story. I'm sure I'm a villain in some parts of theirs, too. Like, even if we were in love and, like, whatever at the time. Yeah. But, like... I don't know, having that experience with someone and having it go down the way it did, like, definitely had very big ups and very low lows. Yeah. And, like, a lot of, like, betrayal on both ends, you know? Um, But, like, having those experiences definitely taught me about, like, love and, like, what I want and what I don't want and, like, the type of partner I want and, like, I don't know, the type of, like, even friendship and, like, just what I want to have around me and, like, what I want to replicate and what I want, like... You know, if I have friends, like, well, I want them to see and what they, <laughs> our neighbors having a great time. Um, you know, just, like, being a better person for, like, yourself and, like, wanting more for yourself. I guess both of those experiences mm-hmm. taught me a lot about, like, you know, because obviously your self-esteem is going to be fucked up after 
any experience yeah. that I went through for either of those and like just rebuilding it and like learning mm-hmm. that like I don't need other people's like love or approval to feel worthy Facts. you know like finding it within yourself and being happy with like who you are and like I don't know like I definitely like through both of those experiences like I could see myself turning into a different version mm-hmm. of myself I could have seen myself going the way my mother went or going the opposite way becoming a abusive person as yeah. well like like repeating that cycle mm-hmm. I could see so easily how I could have made those choices and become that type of person and how it would have been such an easier route for me and the fact that I didn't and that I hold myself to higher morals and like expect better from like how I treat others and like that I would never want to like cause like the pain that I experienced from like other people that supposedly loved me and stuff like yeah. I don't know I think that is like what I'm pretty proud of for both of those experiences like at least I didn't become someone who like mm-hmm who expanded that pain, who yeah. made sure it traveled to other places, Breaking who went into, like, trying, trying actively to break yeah. that cycle. But it is hard, and I do catch myself doing behaviors and, like, saying shit or, like, being rude or, like, doing shit that I shouldn't, and I'm like, ah, shit, like, let me... But the fact that you catch it. yourself and, like, actively try to fix it is already better than... Than just following the route yeah. that is. Ugh. Man. Life lesson. <laughs> life lessons. I've got a lot Several of them. life lessons in that. <laughs> if you want to know. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm going to move on to, like, some of the closing things for, for this section, which is, where can people go to learn more about you? A.K.A., where can people find us directly? Where can people find me? Um, I do have social media, but yeah, I that, am that. actually... <laughs> that, um, mostly. I'm actually never on my social media. The last time I posted on my Instagram was probably over a year ago. You will only ever find Ren on this podcast. You will only ever find me here. Um, and, you know, maybe out in public. I'm a very, like, I'm... I'm Don't a, try to find us. Yeah, I'm an in-person type bitch. Like, We're I'm not... Yeah. Don't find us in public. Don't find <laughs> us in public. I'm actually, I don't like being perceived at all. So if you perceive me in any type of way, I will probably be, like, just, like, a shy mess. But also, time. like, I guess I am trying to be a reality star, so maybe find me in public. Go... Um, Look at my TikTok. That's all I can say. Oh, yeah, 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 you, can follow, you can follow us on TikTok. Uh, I'm at Rebby2016. I'm at Payne underscore G P A Y N E underscore G lowercase. Yeah, my, I, I realized I didn't spell it. Uh, at R E B B Y 2016. You can also follow my Instagram at Rebby, who is she, or you can follow my social business, no, social, small business account at underscore kindness sticks. That's with three S's uh, underscore. Yeah, follow small business accounts. And then what is your my TikTok? TikTok is at Lauren underscore R20. I have no posts. Because one fact, I actually really wanted to like TikTok stuff, mm-hmm. you know, and be like a little TikToker. But I was worried that like at the time, I was still living where I was living, and I didn't want to yeah. get in trouble for posting. Be like, That's... why are you trying to become so like a um, social media famous, and you could be putting my jeopardy out? Like, that is valid. So it was like that type of stuff, and also like I'm just nervous. Like, yeah. what if I post something and I get made fun of? <laughs> no. no. Also, if people make fun of you, they don't know you. Um, <laughs> I think my Twitter is also at Rebby. Who Who is she? By the way, uh, by Twitter, I mean X, I guess, but ain't nobody calling it that. Um, somebody that I know, uh, shout out Luca, said out loud at Poetry that Twitter is the only thing we're allowed to dead name, and I agree with that wholeheartedly. So, <laughs> there we go. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's where I'm gonna leave it at, because we're gonna move on to, um, the next couple things, because our podcast still has other stuff. Which we're still holding toes, just so you know. Clown time! <laughs> it's bum Taylor Swift theory time. Payne, what is your Taylor Swift theory of the week? Of the week? Of the week. Oh, God. Give us one Taylor Swift theory that you have right now. I honestly was not prepared for this moment. Um, I can start if you need time to think. Yeah. Okay, so my theory, I was literally talking about it the other day, with both Payne and another friend of mine, um, is that, is it over now, the... the uh, the bridge of out of the woods was originally supposed to be in, in, is it over now? And here's why I think it, because you know, when TikTok did the mashup of it, like we all know it kind of all goes along with the same beat, whatever. When TikTok, the mashup of it, like, you know, got famous on TikTok and she did the surprise song where she mashed up the two. She didn't do it how the TikTok mashup is. She, she like added her little echoes and her little like, you know, stuff. (laughs) 
first. She did that part and then sang the bridge of Out of the Woods, which I was like, well, if you're gonna do the TikTok mashup, why didn't you just go right into it? You would have gotten the same fan reaction, you know? Like, maybe it's because I guess they were, like, almost expecting it, and then they didn't expect it, and then they got it anyway, but I think it's because it was originally supposed to be in Is It Over Now, and I think that's why there isn't technically a bridge in Is It Over Now, um, because it was supposed to be Out of the Woods' bridge, but then she made her own song with that bridge, and that's now Out of the Woods, but I think it was supposed to originally be in an, in Is It Over Now, and that's my theory for this week. All right, my theory is here. I have okay. approached. All right, buckle on, bitches. Buckling. All right, so my theory is this. So all over the course of Taylor Swift's, you know, Eras tour, she has consistently released albums. Yep. Okay. Speak Now, 1989, mm. and, like, there has been a big debacle on if Reputation or debut is going to be next. Got to be coming out next. Right, right, right. I genuinely think of two things when I think of that. Mm -hmm. The first being, you know, when Taylor originally released her albums, it was always supposed to be 1989 Karma, karma. Reputation. Yep. And so I really think that TS11 is going to be Karma and that she could potentially drop something in the middle. However, that would be too bold, right? Mm -hmm. Because, like, she's got so much left of her tour. Yeah. Like, I have like, a feeling she she's going to end the tour stuff. with, like, a brand new thing because, like, she probably wants to renew herself yep. and, like, get herself back and then release her new stuff. Mm -hmm. My second theory would be that, you know, she's added a whole new second piece of her fucking stage. Yeah. Like, come on. there, And she's been doing, you know, the Taylor Swift dip for reputation yeah. all the time throughout different things. Mm -hmm. And I genuinely think that when she goes to, an, um, you know, go in, do her introduction for reputation, it's just going to be, like, her regular does her thing, and then she's going to get in the middle, and instead of doing, like, her transition, mm -hmm. it's just going to go black. And it's going to go, say I did something bad, and then she's going to end up on the second stage. Yeah. Like, she's going to appear, like, it's going to go dark for a minute. She's going to end up appearing on the second stage and saying, Whole chaos saying I did something bad. Yeah. That, or I think she's going to do, say I did something bad acoustically, which would be great. I really think she's going to change the set list this year. She's already she's restarted it. it. She's already restarted yeah, the she's acoustics. Yeah, resta she restarted the acoustics, so what better time yeah. than to change the set list now? Or I've heard things, like, all over the place of her, instead of doing her regular reputation setup, she's going to do, like, her reputation tour setup for it. That would be epic, dude. That would be fucking epic. Just adding to it. We love Taylor in this house. Ren just goes along with us, but... Payne and I love Taylor in this house. I mean, I love oh, Taylor. I'm, I'm just not as obsessed. Um, I'm more of a Exana fan. If you know her, she's a small-time, like, queer-based artist who's, like, kind of blowing up right now, and she's amazing. Um, I found her from her first, like, one of her first songs, Kitchen Light, mm -hmm. is, like, how I found her. And then she came out with, like, Goddess, I think, was, like, her second or one of her, like, first songs, along with, um... Kitchen Light, so Goddess and Kitchen Light were like my two thing, and then she came out with like a, the Tantrums, I think, album. Bad Bandit, beautiful. Um, my therapist or whatever that one. Ugh. So there's so many songs on this. Like I love that whole album. My, fun fact: my um 2023 recap. My number one artist was her because obviously I mm -hmm. saw her first one of her. Um, this is like her first tour this year, and I got to see her in New York. I drove from New Hampshire, my guy. All the way to New York City, right? One day and back by myself. Um, where's New Hampshire? Yeah, that's everyone's gonna be like, who the fuck? Where is that? That's not a state. It's right next that? to Vermont. It's right next to Mass, Maine. We're that little, we're the first state where's ever. Where's any of these really states think about are? The U.S. history. Uh, I'll send them my live. Like, one of our find us. <laughs> yeah, please don't find us. Um, but I drove very far. Um, it was like, it was like 14 or 16 hours, I think. Like, total because there was like a bunch of construction and fucking yeah, Connecticut. Yeah, like six, just, seven, eight hours uh -huh. just from here to there one way. Yeah, and then fucking all the fucking New York traffic. Fucking pedestrians who don't know how to stay on the fucking crosswalk when it's my turn to turn the car. Like, I am going. And they're just walking oh, honey, my car. Oh, like, no. They just go. No. They go. They have the right of way no. always. Yeah, no, but once they're, there's no one there, right? And I'm not talking <laughs> they were waiting to go. I'm talking I'm in the middle of the lane going. Yep. And they just and walk. Go. They just walk yep. right in front of your, they just go. Like, in New I'm, York City, pedestrians have the right of way. No. Just any time and always. No. 
That's why I texted you and I was like, you have to just be watching out at all times. I was. They will. I was so careful. They will just watch. I was out. literally like, I was like, I'm dealing with fucking squirrels right now. You that's gotta act like you, like you belong the there, the otherwise you're fucked. I like did not. That's... I was literally, <laughs> I literally opened my car window and I... went, I'm from the woods and I'm gonna hit you if you're not careful. I love New York City. I will go there. I used to go no. there every single year. I love being there. I, I feel like I belong there. Maybe I am a reality star. But anyway. <laughs> I fucking hate um, all the people. It's too cluttered. There's too many. It's so noisy. I can't smell anything good other than gasoline and bio. Yeah, that's and fucking. There's no views. Like I want mountains. I want nature. I want Albany. Like (laughs) that's not where the concert was. Okay, and I only could get one day off of work, so that wasn't happening. Um, Like (laughs) you already did your vent session earlier in this podcast. Payne, do you have something to vent about? No. Oh. No, I actually don't. (laughs) I'm like really fine. He's chilled. He's chilled. I. I don't think I have anything to vent about either. This week was kind of chill for me. I'm glad. I'm glad. Good vent about me getting note. pulled over. <laughs> I, I, yeah, like, that's that's really it. What? Okay, so we're going to end this podcast on a positive note, because we always want to end on a positive note. What was the best thing about this week? Best thing about this week? Um. Um. Getting to spend all my time with my two favorite people. That was gay. You know it, baby. <laughs> Take it upstairs and make it even gayer if you oh want. God. Oh, oh, God. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd say... Does it... Does it count if technically the Minecraft server was made last week? No, I mean, I mean, I mean I, it could work as long as you're still enjoying it this week. Yeah, I, I I barely played it this week, but last week, shortly after Christmas, my brother made a podcast. Or not a podcast. My brother made a Minecraft server. Uh, that was literally over a week ago, actually. <laughs> well, it counts. It's really been like two weeks now, hasn't it? Um, no, because it, it was last weekend that he made it. It was like last Saturday or whatever. Made a Minecraft server, uh, and it, I, I'm just glad to be able to be in a Discord and in a Minecraft server with my brothers and some of their friends and be able to play on that. And I think that's one of the best things about this week so far. Aww. Also, going back to the gym on, like, somewhat of a frequent basis has been really nice, too. Yeah, I, I, I would love to go for a walk right now if it wasn't blizzarding <laughs> out her fucking if window. literally a blizzard outside. Yeah, if there wasn't fucking inches of snow. I would say feeling like a new me and like wearing all my new outfits. Your birthday happened. Well, that was, yeah, yeah, my birthday. Um, And I would also say like my legs, like instantly for those, again, who don't know, I haven't, yeah, I've been on crutches for like five months. So it's been interesting. But period. My excitement for next week is that it's my motherfucking birthday and I have a tattoo scheduled. Um, big big week next week for her. <laughs> um, I think something exciting next week for me is uh, I have a D and D session next Saturday, and it's your birthday. <laughs> yes, but that's more exciting for you, and I'm excited for you. But I was trying not to just be like, oh yeah, her birthday. Um, no, I have a D and D session next week, so I'm. A- oh, oh yeah. and it's a wheel slam at our poetry. Oh. I and like wheel those. slams those are, are always the best, so those that's are really fun. fun. Snow day tomorrow? Maybe. I won't have a snow day tomorrow. If it keeps going like this. I'm a teacher. Er, no. Correction. I do child care. <laughs> we are open for full days when there's snow days. Unless. No. The power. Lauren's, like, in the, oh, like, electricity it, office, like, not. cutting me, all the wires. Let me put the manifestation out there. I, they very, very rarely close down my childcare program, so that's, not, I, I doubt it. But. Fingers crossed. Gonna Toes are crossed, too. Gonna have to shovel later. <laughs> so, we are gonna go edit this podcast and post it so that way you guys can finally enjoy our lovely souls and our lovely voices, and we'll see you guys next time we record. Apologize Bye-bye. in advance for my cackle. Do we all want to say, like, bye? Bye! Bye! Bye.